What is good, peeps? Welcome to an indefatigable artist. Just wake and be. I am your host, Bleas, just a human being a multimedia artist in the 21st century. Episode 21 Uncomfortable Growth. Starting off each day writing, morning writings, the pressure to stare at a blank page and sculpt it into something is sometimes overwhelming. It's freezing at times. Uh, I think it's what drives people away from writing. They just stare at this blank page, you know. And for early writers, sometimes this freezing is thinking, if someone else were to read this, what would they think? How would they perceive it? And then, as you get more comfortable writing, there's this continued freezing of staring at this blank page. You go from overcoming that obstacle to then being frozen because you don't want it to be misunderstood of what you're writing. You want the message to get conveyed. And I think any writer at any stage can feel this freezing of a blank page. Where do we take the energy of these thoughts? In doing this podcast, it's a lot of reflection and looking back at writing that I've never shared. And a lot of it, I've never gone back and looked at myself. Some of these writings, 13 years old, 12 years old, um, a decade ago, and I've never gone back and read these writings. They're just morning writings that I've been doing for a long time. collected over the years. Um, not every day. I, I, you know, I try. Um, and in that trying, even if it's, again, a word, uh, a sentence, but a, a lot of these are thousand word, 3000 word writings, because I'll just flow and, and then I could continue that the next day in this flow. Um, so some of them, you know, added on to one or two days. But most of them, it's just however much writing I can get done in that hour, sometimes 90 minutes, and it's just a splurge. Um so it may not all make sense or be coherent or like be something worth sharing, but it's in looking at this, you know, 
where this this kind of freezing now is because it's not just about putting it down on paper it's about sharing it in a way that a reader or a listener can understand the message involved and the angle and so looking at this looking at these writings looking at the person that did these writings as a character stripping away trying to get to the core and even in these writings that have a variety of emotions thinking if everything were deleted everything i have created was deleted because in a lot of these morning writings i keep bringing up leaving something behind leaving something behind okay if i'm trying to leave something behind with this artwork if it were all deleted another layer gone we're stripping away the layer we're trying to get to the core here all of these podcasts deleted thousands and thousands of pages that i have i've had that happen before i've had a hard drive crash before i've i know that feeling that pit <laughs> So stripping it all away, you then realize I'm an energy particle that can travel anywhere in the universe. I cannot be created or destroyed, only transformed, converted into something else. So then I imagine I can travel anywhere because what is the word I? What is the concept of the individual? Where does this concept of the individual come from? That you are an individual, that you are yourself. So try for just a second to just take away the word I and replace it with the universe. We're all a part of this vast place that we're just beginning to understand. Um, you think quantum mechanics and quantum physics have only been around for a short, short period of time, relatively speaking, around 100 years, right? That is a blink of an eye in terms of the existence of the universe here. So we're on to some profound theories of reality. And I start my novel with that lingering question. What is reality? And the more questions we answer, the more questions we have it's kind of a paradox we go further we push forward 
It was uh, hurt from an environment that pushed me to go down this road of writing a fictional story and spending so much time doing so, a decade of time doing so, allowed me to gain some perspective of learning who I was and why I was this way. And it allowed me to forgive not only myself, but everyone around me. Stripped away were just energy. The greatest currency there is in this universe is the effect you have on others. Others, including other people, your environment, what energy you choose to put out. And we're all stripped away. That's what we miss about others is their energy of presence. The memories, that energy of a memory, how it can last a lifetime. It's just imprinted into your brain, energy imprinted into your brain. There are moments so powerful that you think about them and it causes a physical reaction within you. I'm an energy particle who happens to be trapped in a human body for a relatively short amount of time. How long will I be in this form? I don't know, but I'm grateful for every morning I get to wake up. I'm grateful for where I am in life at this moment. And I'm grateful for those who choose to share a presence with me. And I say that because not everyone is still here on this journey. We're all on our own individualistic paths. And I feel too many force their path to stay close to another person's path even though it may not be beneficial for either person, they force this, right? And you could go to the extreme with it and you know, point to the, the toxic relationship couples where they're just constantly screaming at each other and constantly arguing. And it's like, why are you forcing this? Why are you forcing this right now? Not talking about past or future right now. Why are you two forcing to stay in each other's lives, even though neither of you are benefiting from this? To It doesn't, and again, it's like pointing to that moment when they're arguing and sharing that powerful negative energy with each other. Nothing else about the relationship can counter that. Why are you fighting to stay in that person's life? What little tiny minuscule positives are you clinging on to? And what negatives are you overlooking or brushing off? Oh, it's not that bad. Nah, it's not that bad. It is that bad. 
if you're constantly giving off this powerful negative energy and draining it from you at the same time towards other things that you could be doing, other positive things you could be doing, and further ingraining this behavior into your brain because it becomes this pathway that you are constantly walking down. So you're constantly having these arguments and constantly sharing this energy that the more it becomes habitual and to some extent everything we do becomes habit forming. And so choosing to do this action of arguing with this person that you feel you have to force this relationship with this person and, and strip away again, we've, we've stripped away everything at this point. We're just concentrated on ourselves as energy. We strip away name, we strip away title because again, these are illusions that distract and I'm all about getting to the core, the root of an issue and deciphering between illusion and what's really there, what, what connection is really there. You know, we have these five universal emotions as a species so it doesn't matter what language you know, what language you have been programmed on, your, your software has been programmed on, you know, um, and thinking of us as computers in a way. What, what language was your software, your thoughts programmed on? Only one language? Oh, that limits you. That limits you. So realize it is that bad. Always dragging down to their level. They are being disrespectful to your life's energy. They are being selfish, especially when you try to help them and they just refuse to change. It hurts and it may be, and it may seem selfish and you may have some guilt, you know, about just severing that tie, but they're disrespecting you at a certain point and disrespecting your own life path that you're going down. They have their own life path that they are choosing to go down. You have to choose the next best step. And sometimes when you take that next best step for you, not everybody, not everyone is going to come with that. You know, remove that selfish connection that you may feel because it can only bring suffering. 
But we only have one life, one chance on this planet, one sunrise at a time, one sunset at a time, one full moon at a time. The only constant in life is change. It's constantly changing and evolving. How we adapt to that change, how quickly we adapt to that change is us on a, as a collective. Speaking for myself here, I try to distance myself as far away as I can from forced interactions. We shouldn't have to force interactions with anyone. And this starts from a very young age. You know, how many times do you see a parent forcing their child to sit on a stranger's lap who has a bright red and white costume and a crusty yellow white beard still drunk from the night before? Then the parents yell, smile, and pay X amount of money for the picture to be hung up on the fridge to remind that child of that time as a baby they were fearing for their life and their parents force them against their will (laughs) something they'll later be told not to do don't talk to strangers don't go and sit on a stranger's lap especially if they have a mask and costume on and take a picture with them are you crazy it's malignant normalization (laughs) so I myself don't Force interactions. Um, and again, with these with these titles that we have, um, it makes it it makes it tough to to make certain decisions. You know, I will always lend a listening ear, and the phone works both ways. It doesn't always have to be you trying to reach out to that person. They have to reach out as well. Um, Messages go (laughs) both ways. They can be sent and received. Myself, I choose to grow, to constantly change as a person. I don't force interactions with people with a fixed mindset. Again, I'll give them a listening ear and I sympathize with their plight. But I'll also push you to grow. And by doing this pushing and trying to get people to face hard truths about themselves, to see their own flaws as I've had to see my own flaws and go through this same process and it does hurt, you know, no one is perfect and we can continue to practice to be a better energy in this universe. Strip it all away. It's that energy, that particle, that wave, that's the essence right there. What effect did you have? How did your last reaction with that person go? What effect did you 
have. I love that line in Mean Girls by Tina Fey. You want to know why I'm single? Because I'm a pusher. <laughs> and I push people away. You know, I understand. Like, I am a pusher. I want to see everyone around me grow as an individual. It doesn't always have to be physical. It doesn't have to be physical growth, physical change in location. But I do think it's a result of mental growth. Um, and as you continue to mentally climb up uh, to, to higher heights and gain perspective and you start to see, you know, different sights, you get to see different angles of your life. I think people get too comfortable down in the valley there, staying low. They get lazy. They choose a way of, of life and that's how they want to live. They don't want to change. They don't want any change whatsoever. You know, one slight change and they start freaking out. Um, they don't want to go to a different physical location. If you could just make it 78 degrees and sunny all year round, that would be just perfect. Just leave me alone. They want to pay their taxes, be left alone. Everything the same as it was when they were growing up. So that they can give that to their children and just keep that going in a forever loop. Of course, with different entertainment. Just docile, mindless consumers who are then raising even more mindless offspring, shoving an iPad in front of their face and sitting, sitting them on the couch. And then, you know, you go to talk to them and they just look almost lifeless as they stare at you and they don't talk because they have no social skills. And we have yet to see how drastic these effects of the iPad generation are going to be, but early research is coming out and it is just not good and has quite a few countries concerned um, for their uh, continuation as, as countries. I mean, truly some of these countries are worried about the future generations and the numbers because they are just so socially awkward. Uh, they may not, um, be reproducing. It's low emotional and social intelligence. And it is those two flaws, which coincidentally are how humans are going to be able to compete and grow in this age of artificial intelligence. <clears throat> I come back to that question. How can humans intellectually compete with the exponential rise of artificial intelligence that will one day surpass Homo sapiens on the evolutionary scale. And it's not thinking of it as a competition. It's more of an 
integration um, with this technology. It's not something growing outside of ourselves. It will be growing in ourselves more. And the difference here is going to be those who integrate and those who don't um, ultimately. I mean, truly, if we're going to be a multi-planetary species, it's going to be this technology that enables that, that enables us to live longer, to be an individual longer. It's going to be uh, this technology that keeps us alive longer. Um, and I won't get too far into that now. I will stay more focused into where we are in 2023. Sometimes I, uh, I get carried away all the way to 2052. <laughs> more on that on some, in something uh, separate than this. So, I kind of started that in this podcast, but that took on an entire life of its own. Uh, this will be the third part of my thesis that I've been writing since 2013. Um, it's deeply fascinating stuff, and uh, stay tuned on that. But for all intents and purposes here, it's just focusing on emotional and social intelligence, creativity innovation, ethical and moral decision-making, adaptability and flexibility, and lifelong learning and personal growth. It's important to note that the relationship between humans and AI can be synergistic rather than purely competitive. Quote-unquote from chat GPT. By embracing the collaborative potential of AI, humans can leverage its capabilities to enhance our intellectual pursuits, solve complex problems, and create a more prosperous future. By focusing on cultivating our unique strengths and harnessing the potential of AI as a tool we i like how chat gpt here says we can continue to thrive intellectually in an increasingly technologically advanced world now i've talked about these before in previous episodes but i just can't emphasize enough how blown away I was to have ChatGPT write out so many similarities to what I have been writing about in my thesis papers for so long and how putting the answer to that question in such a way had such a profound effect in realizing what the value of this podcast can be. And it goes back to the beginning of this episode. Sometimes it's not what we want to say, but how others will perceive it. Not that the writer is allowing them to stop from writing, but they are going to understand. But are they going to understand what we are trying to convey? The message involved. Myself... I've been trying to convey in so many ways, allegorically and now literally, the power of creativity and the way 
being creative can help raise emotional intelligence. It's back to that mountain that I'm talking about. It's about climbing out of that valley, going up that mountain and seeing your life from a different viewpoint. I talk about this allegorically in my first two novels. Orbi is dealing with a lot of emotions on the planet of Consumptia. The emotions are not only just an energy, but they can take on a life of their own given a chance. Skriller, that's all he wants is a chance. They're known as connoisseurs. And it goes to the point that energy cannot be created or destroyed, only converted from one form of energy to another. Question. Why do humans experience the same five universal emotions? There are countless nuanced emotions. They are generally considered to be a core of universal emotions that include happiness, sadness, anger, fear, and disgust. These universal emotions are believed to be shared across different cultures and have a biological and evolutionary basis. Won't get into those right now, but it's about learning how to handle these very powerful emotions and getting us to face hard truths about ourselves, to overcome what obstacles we need to in order to put out more positive energy to others and to our environment. What Lise aims to do in so many ways is to raise the frequency. And this is a practice. There is no such thing as perfection. All we can do is the best we can. Just do. Just begin. It begins with thought. Action starts with the mind. Do it in your mind. Do it in your morning writings. Create the character you want to be. That is what I did with Breezy. I created a being who I wanted to emulate in real life. And since my heart incident, it was like a life reset for me. It was like I died on that hospital bed. <clears throat> Going under anesthesia is, you know, like a pseudo death. They put your body to sleep. Your mind to sleep. Your mind gets triggered by that. And mind it. It goes into fight or flight. That's what resulted in more panic attacks for me. So... I arose from that hospital bed and I made a choice to just do it. And do it right now. If not now, when? When are you going to be that? When are you going to emulate that person? When are you going to give off that energy? When are you going to spread your message? When are you going to say what you have to say while you have the ability to say it? When are you going to say it? 
when, if not right now, past and future are illusions that live in your mind. Tomorrow, tomorrow never fucking gets here. Tomorrow is your ego. Tomorrow is a deflection. Tomorrow is disguised grief from your past. Forgive yourself. Forgive others. Why are you carrying them in your mind? Why are you carrying those stones? Those stoned, heavy thoughts in your mind, dragging them along, missing all the beautiful flowers, the rolling hills, the beautiful passerby who just gave you the eye, who just looked at you for all of your glory, who saw the beauty within your eyes, yet you were too fucking busy carrying your rocks from yesterday that you chose to pick up yet again. You woke up and chose to pick up those heavy ass fucking rocks that you've been carrying and carrying and you wake up and you pick up those rocks again and you pick up those rocks again and you pick up those rocks again and you add more rocks because they look like the rocks you're already holding. You're holding on to them. You're choosing to wake up and carry these heavy fucking rocks for a lifetime right now realize that those fucking rocks are illusions they don't exist they've hit your mind like a fucking asteroid and they've implanted themselves they've left their mark but like the Grand Canyon, just go visit it. It's a nice view. Beautiful. It's a part of me. It's fucking beautiful. It hit me and I'm still fucking here right now. I'm not going to go there and choose to pick up that fucking asteroid, that fucking rock and carry it with me. What happened, happened. The past has passed. Today, it can't harass unless you keep picking that rock up that struck you all those years ago. You keep picking it up. It struck you. It's stuck in your mind. And you feel you have to revisit it every fucking day. You're not going down your path. You're stuck staring at that fucking rock. And now you're getting angry because a part of you wants to move on, but a part of you feels guilty for doing so. You feel you have to carry that rock with you. You feel you have to force your path to coincide with this other person because um, of other illusion that you have in your mind. <clears throat> but guess what? That illusion is not going to give you one more heartbeat. That illusion is not going to give you one more breath to take. You've been too busy carrying these rocks from yesterday and they get in your way. You can't see the infinite beauty of right fucking now. Right 
now. I said right now and it's already gone. The moment came and left. And what did you do? Blow me off. Another stupid inspirational quote. I will hear but not listen to. My mind is already wandering. It's snapping to social media. It's scrolling to the next post. It's skipping the ad to see the next boring story. It's checking notifications, hoping someone notices me, sees my post, gives me that hit of serotonin that I so desperately need. How many likes on my selfie? What will they think of me? What do I think of me. I and me are not the same. I against I. One won't survive. Isn't that right, most deaf? Most definitely. You are carrying those stones of yesterday for so long, they have now taken a life of their own. So heavy, it's just easier to just sit down and settle down right here, right where you are. Why go any farther? Why take on the growth mindset when it's just so much easier to sit here and stay who I have always been? Well, I'm a Gemini. That's just how we are. He, he. But what if you thought you were a Gemini and later found out that was a lie and you're actually an Aries, that your birth date was wrong, then what? Then what will you say? What excuse will you have? The ego thrashes back and forth, refuses to take responsibility, refuses to grow and adapt to new information. It wants to sit here in imaginary belief. It's just been too easy to think this way. The pathways in the brain are too deep now, too ingrained to go down another pathway would just be too much energy. That's too much effort, too much devotion. I want to stay in this path. I have all of my distractions here. All of my environment around me tells me this is normal. This is the way humans are supposed to live. If you live differently, then I'm supposed to scoff at that. I'm supposed to demean that way of living because that in turn gives my way of life validity. I can live in pure vanity. It's all about me. I can cater my timeline to fit my fancy, block out what I don't want to see, give me those goggles so I can always be in my little fantasy. How many are wearing goggles now? How many have blinders on refusing to change their environment? Afraid to venture to new places, not only physically, but mentally. Growth is uncomfortable. Uncomfortable growth. In the gym, we work out our muscles until they fail. We leave it all out there. We go until pure exhaustion. Today, our muscles failed. Tomorrow, they will come back stronger, more ready, sharper, more cut, more adaptable, more flexible, more durable, better equipped, more adapted to their environment, the environment of more weight, of more stress. You peak 
And then you start to plateau. So then you do different exercises to further test that muscle in various ways. You have to constantly be switching up the way you work out. If you keep doing the same thing over and over again, you'll hit a peak and then straight line. You have to keep growing to keep getting stronger, faster. You will have to keep climbing. You're here today and it's up to you to find out why. You made it this far. You made it to this point. You're content physically. That's great. You want to stay at the same place physically? Great. Where are you going mentally? How was your last stressful situation? How did you handle the last time you were tested? It's okay to go out of your comfort zone. What I'm saying is that you can widen that comfort zone so that you're more durable, more adaptable to different situations. Every day, life is giving us different weights to lift. Those stones from the past we carry along our journey. Which ones must we put down and not pick up every day? Not choose to wake up and pick those stones up every day. Leave them where they belong. There's only right now. Cut those out. They don't exist. They just weigh you down mentally. This is the only way you can go further down your own individualistic path. Our own path. Not forcing our path to coincide with another person. We just wake and be. Be whatever you want to be. We all What energy will you give off that will help positively progress all those who come in contact with it? And again, it's a process. It's not easy. It's a continued practice. But approach it with a growth mindset. Growth mindset over a fixed mindset every single time. Growth is uncomfortable. Stretch out those vines, strengthen those roots, be more a part of this collective universe that we all live in. Go further, embrace that vulnerability, realize that egotistic way of living, living in the past and future instead of right now. What bullshit excuse are you telling yourself right now as to why you can't? Will that illusion give you one more heartbeat? Will it give you one more breath? Then what the fuck is it all for? I appreciate you listening. And if this is the last episode ever, and one of these times that will be true, so I want to say it now because if not now, when? I just want to say before I go, 
one last thing. And if it's the last thing I ever say, I want it to be this. Thank you for listening. Be sure to like and comment. It's free to support. A like and a share goes a long way. Softcover novels, audiobooks, and ebooks available at Blease.com. Let's go further together, one step at a time. See you next week.